successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Man, that, that, that music gets me excited. Welcome to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today. Um, being a part of the nation on 1660 AM, the KMBZ Business Channel. Uh, you can connect with the show on grillnationshow.com. Got a brand new website out. I appreciate the help of my intern, Megan, on that. She did an awesome job working with me on that. And also, too, want to say that um, we are, you can find us on social media as well at Grill Nation Show on Twitter and now at Instagram at Grill Nation Show. We're going to be posting photos of our guests up there as well. Uh, want to mention that we will also be having a podcast uh, page that will be going up on uh, different areas such as iTunes and Stitcher and all those great things. So you can listen to us there. And also you can connect with us at KMBZ.com on the Grill Nation show page on the right side in case you've missed any of our old episodes. So a lot of exciting new stuff. Hope you guys like the new show, the new logo. Uh, appreciate you joining us today and very excited to have a new contributor to Grill Nation and a guest co-host that will be joining us uh, once a month, at least as a minimum, once a month. As, as many times as you'll let me join he, you. He, uh, he's going to be in here. He, his name is Andrew Bash. He's the owner of the Bash Group. And a uh, really, really interesting guy, uh, Andrew, I'd like to say. We're, we're both kind of curious minds. I found you to be a very deep thinker, uh, very like-minded when we had our a couple coffees and a couple happy hours throughout the last uh, six months or so. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that you were a, a no-brainer to come and uh, co-host the show here. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, feeling that way. I hope I don't disappoint. I'm excited to be able to spend time with you and talking to interesting people and finding out more about them than just the surface stuff. Yeah, we're going to take the conversations to the next level here on Grill Nation. Also, too, I have to mention that you sell a lot of real estate, too, in the Kansas City area. I, I do do that as well. That is, that's my full-time uh, gig, and I am an entrepreneur because I opened up my own company a year ago, so I also know what it's like to have the struggles of actually opening up uh, your own small business. Yeah, and uh, it's going fairly well. It's going great. We've had you on the show and the old show in the past to talk about real estate, but today we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship and about uh, innovation and about really cool stuff happening uh, in Kansas City and throughout the country uh, with regards to newsmakers and events and whatnot. So I'm excited to be here with you. Without further ado, let's get started here with our first segment today on Grill Nation. We have Rick Usher, who is the assistant city manager uh, in Kansas City, Missouri. He works in entrepreneurship and small business issues. Uh, great guy. Uh, known him since uh, he was one of the leaders on the Google Fiber project here uh, as early as 2012. Uh, having Rick in today to talk about the Global Entrepreneurship Congress happening March 16th through 19th uh, in Milan, Italy, one of my favorite countries. Uh, Rick, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, you have been kind of a uh, very involved in this entrepreneurial movement here in Kansas City for a while. And uh, tell us kind of how you uh, got started with this Global Entrepreneurship Congress thing and, and give us maybe a little information about what it is. Well, uh, the Global Entrepreneurship Congress has been going on for, uh, I think this is its fifth year, started in Kansas City through the Coffin Foundation. But I found out about the uh, City's Challenge right. uh, through a, uh, a tweet from a friend at the National League of Cities Mm -hmm. uh, we uh, have been part of a Big Ideas for Small Business Peer Network. We had a conference here in September, been following uh, Christy McFarland with the National League of Cities on Twitter, and she sent this thing out in mid-December. So uh, we quickly put a team of... Yeah, you got the Google Doc together pretty quick there, Rick, and uh, you enlisted a lot of great Kansas City entrepreneurs to help out with this. Um, yeah, that was my, my first encounter with uh, Google Docs and, yeah. and with... Uh, um, the, the big uh, community collaborative effort. It really was entrepreneur-led, and that's, I think, key to our success as an entrepreneurial community. And, and the Global Entrepreneurship Congress, just so our listeners know, uh, you know, it started in Kansas City, but the last four years, 
It has been in Dubai. Then it was in uh, Shanghai. It was in Liverpool, which is a very cool city, Andrew, if you've never been to Liverpool. I have not. Uh, but I have listened to the Beatles a number of times. <laughs> it was in Rio de Janeiro. And uh, last year it was in Moscow. And this year, obviously, it's in Milan. So, I mean, this is these are a lot of countries coming together. And so Kansas City, Rick just mentioned, uh, applied for this GEC Cities. And uh, we were selected, right, Rick, as one of the top five? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, submitted our nomination back in December. Uh, Matthew Marcus from Startup Village submitted a nomination. Uh, uh, Melissa Roberts at ECJC had submitted a nomination. And we had a, a good team with the uh, Greater Kansas City Chamber of Commerce, um, UMKC's, uh, KC's Source Link, um, Visit KC and the Mayor's Office, and Pushed, uh, you know, our nomination through January, and uh, we're was, selected, huh? Uh, amazing, amazing. A kind of first indication we were doing well was when um, the uh, unleashing ideas on Twitter started following and retweeting some of our hashtag GEC 2015 tweets, um, pushing Kansas City during February, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jonathan Ortmans, who chairs the Global Entrepreneurship Congress, uh, wrote a blog in uh, early February that uh, ranked the top 50 um, U.S. cities that had made the cut, and he ranked us number one. So felt pretty amazed by that. And then uh, just a few days later, um, the uh, the Congress announced us in the top five for emerging entrepreneurial uh, communities globally. Yeah. So when you look at the Chamber's initiative, Big Five initiative to make Kansas City America's most entrepreneurial city, right? I think we we uh, can kind of claim that. Now. We can, we can, and we uh, name off some of these other cities. I know one of them is in Armenia, uh, which is hard to pronounce. Right. I, I'd let Andrew maybe do that. Can you do that, Andrew? I'm going to go ahead and let you guys try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so, so the yeah, the top five were Buenos Aires, um, Genk, Belgium, Kansas City, Missouri, Madison, Wisconsin, and Yerevan, Armenia. Wow. So uh, so we're in some good company there. I mean, worldwide company. Uh, Rick, you're going to be heading over there, right? I am. I am. Mayor Pro Tem, Cindy Serco, uh, Gale- uh, Narbelli Galindo, the uh, EDC's new international business coordinator, will be going as well. Wow. So uh, you got to be pretty excited about this. I mean, it's always nice to go to Italy, but if you're going there on a business trip too and, and getting to showcase Kansas City, uh, I, I have to imagine that'll be pretty cool. It's it's pretty amazing. It's my my first time in Europe, first time to Italy, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you're gonna love it. I lived over there. I told you this uh, in college. I studied abroad at Loyola Chicago in in Rome. Um, it's a cool place, man. I mean, just the country and the vibe and the people. And you know, I haven't been over there in 15 years, more than that actually now. Well, close to that. And uh, but it's changed obviously since they have the euro now. I didn't even have the euro when I was there, so. Um, and then travel is better now, but uh, you're going to really enjoy it. I think it's really cool. I'm anxious to see what people think about uh, how people perceive Kansas City, and I think we're kind of changing the narrative through some of the work that you've done and some of the other guests that we've had on the show, and people now are aware of what we're doing, I think, really are. Kansas City is, is doing an amazing job globally. We've got a great community, and the support of you know, your, your show and yeah. program has been great. As long as you've been involved with the city, what do you think the biggest difference is that what's changed? It feels like there's kind of a tipping point that's taken place in Kansas City to where it's just really taken off in the last four or five years compared um, to where it was. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a political climate where the mayor, the council are engaged. They're uh, at uh, events. They're participating. Um, I you know kind of take it back to 2009 when Mayor Pro Tem Circo, who was a council member at the time, um, asked us to launch Casey BizCare, our business customer service center, and we've been engaging in the community there. And then in 2011, the uh, Google Fiber uh, RFI came out, and and uh, you know, the city just jumped in to to support that, and uh, it's been a lightning rod for entrepreneurship. Yeah, right. and you've got more. I mean, you you had the, all the different things that have happened, whether the startup village, uh, launch KC, you have the um, you know, more of the digital inclusion type stuff, connecting for good type stuff out there too. And Rick's kind of been involved with all of this stuff. You've, of, you've of met course. a lot of people. <laughs> and, and of course, we're, you know, the, the living embodiment of Bradfeld's uh, startup communities. In mm-hmm. fact, I have an amendment to his four-part Boulder thesis mm-hmm. 
which is that new entrants to the entrepreneurial community are quickly introduced to the resources they need to be successful. And I actually got a thumbs up from Brad on that at the Sprint Accelerator Demo Day. Nice. So. Yeah, and that's true. I think that's one of our pluses as an entrepreneurial city is we are um, very quick to connect people to resources into the community, and, and that helps you grow, I think. And that's, that's maybe the Midwestern values. What do you think about that? Andrew. Well, you know, networking is what it's all about, right? And if you have... Uh, That's how we got connected. Exactly. Um, so the website for this, Rick, is... Let's see if I can pull that up here. It's uh, gec.co. For our listeners who want to check out more information about the Global Entrepreneurship Congress, will be happening in Milan. Obviously, the Kauffman Foundation is involved. Um, and we're going to have uh, Jonathan Robinson from the Kauffman Foundation on the show later today. I'm glad that you're getting to go, Rick. I think that's going to be a great experience, and you're going to have to come back and tell us some good stories because I've looked at the website in the past. Um, you know, Brad Feld has been at this event. Uh, mm-hmm. You'd have uh, uh, Richard Branson was at the one in England, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, and you just you have some very well known national and international entrepreneurs that have built really big companies. So I'm assuming, I'm I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to see some photos of you with some of these people. I'm excited on, on to be going there. So yeah, watch. So you know, at RUKCMO, and then it's going to be hashtag KC hashtag GEC 2015, and uh, uh, GEC 2015 is the hashtag. That'll be awesome. I'll definitely. And then uh, at Cindy Circo. Okay. She'll be tweeting as well. So uh, yeah, we're seven hours different, you know, time frame wise, but uh, looking for some strong support from the Kansas City startup community on you know tweeting and telling folks what's going on in kansas city at the same time we're going to need that because uh i'm sure a lot of people want to follow along what's going on over there um i got to check with the coffin foundation to see who's going this year i know that in the past they've had some people there uh the last few years too to see if any of the kansas city folks are going to be over there Mm -hmm. i'm sure they will be um well rick i really appreciate all the work you do uh for the city of kansas city missouri and downtown and just everything going on with the small businesses and whatnot. I feel like, I feel like, like uh, Andrew said, there is a definitely a change, uh, in the last three years since I've been doing this, you know, been on the radio here and, uh, worked in entrepreneurship. I think that everything is kind of moving forward and it's exciting to see. And I hope that it continues and we continue to grow. And, uh, congratulations to everything you're doing with the city. And then also to congratulations on, um, GEC cities and being in the top five. Thanks a lot, Jason. You know, and I can't sit here on radio without pointing out I'm wearing my sock. I saw that. I saw that. I took a picture for Jason. Monarch issue. So whatever, whatever we have to do at City Hall to support the startup community. Yeah, you guys do, and I appreciate that. They've always been strong supporter of Sock101.com. And just to throw a plug out for Sock101, you can get yours now at (laughs) Sock101.com. we got Andrew here taking a photo, but uh, I really appreciate it, Rick, and I look forward to hearing from you when you get back from uh, Milan. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining Grill Nation. I want to point out to our our listeners, I forgot to do this at the top, the great partners that we have on the show uh, that have joined us. Obviously, we have guys like Andrew Bash, who are sitting here next to me with the Bash Real Estate Group, who's a guest host and contributor. We have John Kenny Hertz from Kenny Hertz Perry. He's a lawyer and obviously is a great guest host uh, and contributor. We're going to have Ryan Maybe from the Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange and Jay Rieger and Company as a guest co-host and contributor. Uh, we have Danny Pfeiffer, who's going to be our government relations, uh, government affairs political contributor from the firm Catalyst. And then also, too, recently, Kansas City Power and Light has district has uh, joined me as a partner and a sponsor, a supporter of the show. And we'll have uh, monthly guests from that area to talk about what's going on downtown. So thanks for joining us on Grill Nation. We'll be right back after the break on the KMBZ Business Show. Your hair's on fire, thoughts running fast like a man. Yeah, yeah, I'm out that Brooklyn. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill, alongside Andrew Bash uh, from the Bash Group, who's joined me in studio today for the show. Andrew, thanks for joining me. Glad to be here. Thanks, Jason. Uh, we have a cool guest on the line from Chicago. We have Allison Conkle, who is with Tech Week. Uh, Tech Week is going to be coming to Kansas City in September of 2015, and we wanted to kind of get Allison on the show 
today on Grill Nation to talk about what's going on with Tech Week and uh, talk about what they're going to be doing in Kansas City. So welcome to the show, Allison, and thanks for joining us from Chicago. No, thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you on the show. Uh, I noticed you've been at Tech Week now for a while uh, and also at Guild Capital uh, for about a year now. What has that been like for you, and uh, what, what has that experience been like at Tech Week? Yeah, you know, it's been great. I think Tech Week's been a really interesting place to be over the course of the last year just because there's been so much growth, not only within our organization, but also as you kind of see the changes in the different cities where we work. So right now we're in six cities. It's Detroit, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, Miami, and then Kansas City this year. Um, so it's, it's a lot of fun to kind of see the differences between the different innovation ecosystems and also just the changes year over year. Yeah, what is Tech Week? Give our, give our listeners a little taste of what you guys do. Yeah, so our mission broadly is really to support entrepreneurship and innovation and in technology in all of the cities where we work. Um, and the way we do that is by kind of combining as much as we can in one week. So showcasing everything that is really exceptional about technology and about innovation in each of these cities. Um, and we try to do that by bringing in people both from around the country, but also just the local community together to really, really celebrate what's going on. Um, you guys have uh, you've chosen some bigger cities, I think. You started off with uh, New York, maybe. Was it New York? Or Chicago, and, and now you're you're you kind of entered the interesting second level. And so, why Kansas City? Why did you guys decide to host this big uh, this big week here in Kansas City? Because besides, you know, I mean, we're not we're not the size of New York, we're not the size of a Los Angeles, so or Chicago, obviously. So, uh, why were why was Kansas City chosen? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We started in Chicago, and then we moved to New York and Los Angeles, which are both also really big cities, um, but we've, we've decided to stay out of Silicon Valley. And then kind of last year, after we had those three cities down, we moved to Detroit and Miami. Um, and I think, you know, really our goal is to kind of see what's next and what's coming in technology. And to us, it's really interesting um, to see those things in cities outside of where you might think innovation is sort of happening, um, at least from, you know, a the normal perspective of a lot of tech companies are in a few big cities. I think the other thing that's really interesting to us about Kansas City is this launch KC grants competition. Um, so the city is administering a big competition and, and giving $50,000 grants to all of the companies that win the competition and then go on to stay in Kansas City. And for us, because our mission is really around supporting tech entrepreneurship, it's kind of a perfect fit in terms of what, what we're looking to do. Very interesting. Um, yeah, that Launch KC competition. Uh, tell us about that's going to be within Tech Week, right? So you're going to have like a pitch type deal. And then, uh, first of all, that's in September, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so basically the way it works, we do startup competitions at all of our events. This is Probably this will definitely be the biggest one um, that we've ever done, at least so far. And, you know, it's a competition. There'll be a lot of companies pitching. They'll pick up to 10 winners, and they'll get a $50,000 grant. They'll get a lot of services and support and working space um, within Kansas City. So it's really just setting these companies up to succeed um, and to succeed in Kansas City. Very cool. I saw a quote from uh, a good friend of the show, uh, former show and new show, Blake Miller, uh, who said in the Kansas City Business Journal, this is validating for us having a conference like this that is in the major tech hubs and in other major second-tier tech hubs is a big win for the city. It's another one of those milestones as we continue to grow. It continues to put Kansas City on the map. Um, so, Allison, uh, tell us about, uh, now, have you been here at this point, or have you have you been on the ground yet, or and what has that experience been like for you? I have, yeah. I've actually I've been to Kansas City one time, um, Blake's fantastic. He actually has come and spoken at a couple of our events. He came to L.A. when we were there in November. And well, of course he came to L.A. Day. in November. Right, Allison? It's, of course he would come to L.A. in November when it's uh, <laughs> it's cold here. And I, it's I lived in L.A. L.A. and Kansas City are very similar. They're just missing an ocean, some topography, and a couple people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, he, so you've met Blake. So you have been here. So you've been here one time now. Are you from Chicago originally, or are you from somewhere else? No, I'm actually, I'm from Detroit. Um, oh, right. Detroit has a, a similar story. I was, you know, just 
over the moon when we decided to go to Detroit because there's so many exciting things going on. Even when I compare um, from the point when I lived there to now, it's just super interesting to see kind of what's happened over the past couple of years. And that's one of the things that stuck out to me most about Kansas City is when I came there, it's just you go talk to these people like Blake or we've been in contact with Influencing Co. for a long time and it's just there's so much excitement around technology and entrepreneurship in a way that you don't see as much in bigger cities. I think it's still there, but it's just there's this hometown pride and people are just generally really excited about what's going on and I think that's contagious and it's exciting for us to be able to showcase that to an even broader audience. For sure. You get it too because you're a Midwesterner. <laughs> I just noticed on your bio you went to Michigan too. That's a great school uh, and, a, and a great, a great, great city up there in Ann Arbor, huh? <laughs> I think so. When are you guys' other events you have coming up? I, I mean, what, lay, lay the year out for us with Tech Weeks in case any of our listeners are uh, in some of these other cities that you guys will be going to. Yeah, so our first event is in April and it's in Detroit. Um, and then from there, our next event is in Chicago in June. Chicago is really the biggest event, kind of just because it's been going on um, for the most amount of years. It'll be our fourth year. Um, from there, we'll go to Kansas City in September, New York in October, L.A. in November, um, and then Miami in December. So the fall will be very busy for us. Allison, do you you guys have plans to expand this to even more cities and, and are there some on slate you can talk to us about? Yeah, we do. It's, you know, it's always a debate within the team what city we want to go to next, and I think we are definitely planning to expand to at least a few more cities next year. Um, we'd love to go internationally. It's just we probably have a list of 10 cities, all of which are just really exciting to us, and it's, it's a matter of narrowing it down and starting to have conversations um, with kind of the private sector and the public sector in these cities, one of the things that helps us come to Kansas City and, and be so excited about it is that we have just such a great relationship with the downtown council and the EDC, and they've been super helpful in terms of helping us make connections and meet the right people and, you know, make sure we're including everything that really matters in, in technology and innovation in Kansas City, and that's it's something we need when we go into a new city. Um, we do our best to kind of reach out and make sure we're doing that, but it's just always good to have really great local partners. Mm-hmm. So huge, and Kansas City is known for that. We're, we're a community uh, in Kansas City that I think works well with others, and uh, we want to continue to shed light on what's going on here for sure. Uh, Allison Conkle from uh, Tech Week. Uh, how can we connect with you guys and get tickets to the event in uh, September? Yeah, so... Our website is techweek.com. Um, all of the information for Kansas City is techweek.com slash Kansas City. So everything you need should should be there. Very cool. And then you also can sign up for the other events at techweek.com. Check out more information. You guys are also on Twitter. I follow you guys. Well, I follow the Tech Week Kansas City on Twitter. It's at techweekkc. Uh, Allison uh, Conkle from... Tech Week, I appreciate you coming on Grill Nation today, and uh, I'm assuming I'll run into you at some point in the near future, either in Kansas City or uh, throughout your travels at one of these tech events. That sounds great. Thanks so much for having me. We appreciate it. Thanks, Allison. We'll be right back after the break with more Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us on KMBZ, 1660 AM. Your picture-perfect Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill, alongside our our new contributor and monthly guest co-host, uh, Andrew Bash. You're doing a good job, Andrew. Thanks for the vote of confidence. I <laughs> really appreciate it. You're in the top five of all-time guest co-hosts. We've and had, since there's we've been five. three so far, that's awesome. Um, we, uh, we appreciate you listening to us today on the KMBZ Business Channel. I want to mention quickly before we get into our next interview, uh, which we're very excited about, uh, we are have the Kansas City SourceLink is having a battle of the brands. Uh, Sarah Moat, their marketing director, sent me a, uh, a information press release on this championship they're having with Kansas City Entrepreneurship. Uh, go to KCSourceLink.com. There's 64 different companies that are a mix of iconic KC brands and feisty upstarts. 
will vie for votes in a head-to-head online combat. Uh, one brand will be selected as the champion of the Kansas City Entrepreneurship. And that information, and there's more information on that at kcsourcelink.com. I believe that the tournament has started. It kicked off March 2nd, and it will go through um, the basketball tournaments here coming up shortly. Um, our next guests on Grill Nation are, we've had Mindy on before. She's a, a, a friend of the, sh- the former show we had. Uh, we have Mindy Hart from uh, Make 48, who is the event director at Make 48, which will be an event. They're going to have a big event coming up here in April which we're going to get into. And then we have uh, Kurt McMillan from the Inventor Center of Kansas City. He's the president uh, with us here in studio today. How are you guys? Good. Thank it's you. so fun to be back. It is. You're uh, back in studio at the, uh, at the new Grill Nation At show. the new Grill Nation. <laughs> there you <laughs> same go. Same studio, same people, but new name. <laughs> a lot of fun. So, uh, guys, tell us a little bit about uh, what you guys do at the Inventors Club of Kansas City and at... Uh, Inventor Center, gosh, Inventor yeah. Center of Kansas City, sorry guys, <laughs> and at Make 48. Yeah, it was at the Inventors Club, so you're not too, too far off. Why do I keep be, saying it, that? It's, it's what it was up until just a couple of years ago, and they okay. rebranded and, and became Inventor Center. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm the president of Inventor Center of Kansas City, which is our local Inventors Club. Um, has been since 2004 is when it was um, uh, organized and um, became Which is pretty long. That's, yeah, that's a good, good yeah, run. Absolutely, yeah. Just completed a ten year run and and into the eleventh year. Um, it's it's an organization that um, once people find out, they they tend to uh, stick with and come around and, and stay with us. But a lot of people still don't know about it. Um, and uh, but they're finding out the inventor um, space is really starting to grow. And so we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of people turning out and out of the meetings, and it's growing. And it's an organization that is it's a nonprofit, okay, five hundred one c three here in town. It's a organization serving as a resource to uh, inventors and entrepreneurs at every stage. So we invite them to come to our monthly meetups. And um, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. When do you guys have those? And yeah, they're at Kaufman. Foundation? They are at Kaufman Foundation. We've had a very Kaufman Foundation uh, show today, haven't we, Andrew? We've <laughs> yeah. got a lot of talk about it. It's a it's a great place and does a lot for the city, so it makes sense. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah, and I know it's it's hard to have a, a discussion around entrepreneurship or anything related, and Kaufman doesn't somehow enter the uh, conversation stream. Yeah, it's uh, at Kaufman Foundation the third Tuesday of every month from six thirty p.m. to eight p.m. Yeah, um, and we have usually about eighty to eighty five or so on average that and, turn and out and for it's meetings. A, and it's at night, which it, is interesting. It's, yeah, it's in the evenings, which is different than a lot of the the, the meetups. Um, um, certainly different than One Million Cups, but uh, in kind of in a similar vein, we have three speakers usually every meeting, uh, a couple of hotshot uh, people that we uh, bring in that will, um, inventors that will talk about what they're doing, and they come in at various stages, and then a main keynote uh, that will come in and, and talk. Uh, unlike a lot of inventor clubs and some of the meetups around town, we're free, always have been. Um, we have refreshments. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and, live stream it. And we do. We live webcast. Uh, I'm a little worried about that because I've heard about who your next guest is next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> the co-founder of Sock 101. I'm going to have to watch that live stream. Might, yeah. might resemble that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. You do a live stream, too. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, and, we're, and I think we're about the only inventors club in the country that uh, does a live webcast of its meetups, um, which is, I think has helped uh, greatly over the years in expanding our, our footprint. And so you guys are, and Mindy, you're going to be doing a competition called Make 48. Tell us about that, Mindy, and what that is. Make 48 is the first event of its kind. It's an inventor's competition where we will have 12 to 15 teams from around the country that um, will come into Kansas City and compete. These are teams of two to four people, Mm -hmm. and we will announce the challenge of the weekend on Friday afternoon about 3 p.m., and then they have 48 hours to invent something pertaining to the challenge. How, how do you decide, are there 100 people or 100 teams that, that try to get into it and you whittle it down, or what's the process? Yeah, they, there's an application that they've filled out. We've evaluated the applications and based on uh, various uh, aspects of their of their app and, and the information they've what, provided. And what kind of aspects? Like what makes this, a, like how do you pick a one group over another? personalities or product. a little bit of it is personality yeah. um certainly and um and then part of it too is um we have some people who have invented things before uh they're obviously in the space we know that they're going to bring it um but we want a variance so we've got some people That's who are awesome. novice as well and um, one of the things that your listeners are going to want to know they may be sitting there thinking well i'm an inventor i want to participate is mm-hmm. it too late 
we are actually going to close the application process on March 15th and um, make the final selection on March 17th for the final team. So there's still a little bit of time to get online and put in your application if you are an inventor that wants to participate. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, for sure. And, and I think what's going to be unique about this, uh, and it's our inaugural event, so we'll, we'll see how it goes, but we expect big things, is that unlike a hackathon, let's say, or a startup weekend, uh, we're asking these teams to produce something physical uh, around their ideas. So we're Looks looking for like, look, feels yeah, like. Look, look and feel prototype. Um, which will be unique. So unlike a digital app, uh, we're going to ask them to utilize tools to create a, a physical look and feel prototype within that 48-hour period uh, mm-hmm. to represent their idea. So they'll use uh, – we've got a fabrication lab at Union Station where this is going to take place, and we have 3D printers and CNC machines and, and a lot of materials and tools for them to work with. And uh, we'll leave it up to them on how they'll create it, but we're asking them by Sunday to, to have a physical prototype. Now, the great thing about this is he said inaugural event. That means we're going to do this again. And how we're going to do that is um, in the fall, we are going to go to one more city in 2015. 2016, we're planning to go between three and five other cities with Kansas City being the championship round mm. of those inventor teams. So pretty exciting on where we're going with Make 48. Yeah. Um, there's even rumor that we may be looking at international competition down the road. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And you guys will be doing this on April 17th, 2015 at Union Station at 9 a.m. it kicks off. It, right. Yeah. The 17th, 18th, and 19th, it's okay. um, that entire weekend on, the, on April 17th. That is what we're calling our creator's kickoff, and it's a day of keynotes. So we're going to have um, several speakers uh, come in. Yeah, I see, and, I see those on the website, which yeah. is at make48.com. I'll right. just mention some of those for our listeners. Uh, Neil Sharma from DEG. Scott Browning from Hallmark. Uh, you have different. Uh, uh, you have an attorney, Cameron Garrison from Lathrop and Gage. Uh, different media personalities. You have a good list. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I think Christine a good Garden has been on the was on the Entrepreneur KC show with you chick or you chic. Is it you chic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you chic. Okay. Yeah, right. I said you chick, and she got mad at me. <laughs> and he did it again. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, right, she didn't right, learn your she's lesson mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's very angry. I, I think a couple of the guys that'll be really interesting are uh, coming in from out of town. Stephen Key is our headliner. Okay, uh, he's uh, uh, the creator of Invent Right. Uh, he's an author of three uh, books. Um, one called One Simple Idea. He has licensed over twenty products, and um, in his kind of a, a licensing guru, and has been here to Kansas City before. And he is is just super dynamic, has a lot to share, um, and he'll be headlining for us. And then we have uh, T.J. Hale, who's coming in from Phoenix, and he uh, runs a show, an online show called the Shark Tank Podcast. Mm-hmm. He interviews all the contestants from Shark Tank, uh, as well as uh, the sharks themselves, the production crew. And he just put out a book called The Ultimate Guide to Being on Shark Tank. And he's going to come in. And he's made a career out of Shark Tank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's made a career out of a TV show. Opportunistic yeah. entrepreneur. We love those. Yeah. So maybe one of your inventors can be on Shark Tank one day. Who knows? There you go. One of the things about Friday is there's still tickets available. There's only 200 tickets that are being sold to hear all of those speakers and get their expertise. I mean, certainly when you have someone that's going to come in and talk about patent law from Lathrop and Gage, you've got a heavy hitter. Um, so we've really worked hard to have heavy hitters all day long. Um, in- Cameron has had to put up with my like two o'clock in the morning phone calls. What about this? Would this work? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. And he answers the <laughs> Poor phone. Poor guy. No, it's not. It's only two if he's been drinking. No, <laughs> and then, of course, that announcement of the challenge at 3 p.m., that is going to be the key. That is going to be when. Um, the competition really starts and, and the excitement starts because then they literally will spend 48 hours eat, sleeping, breathing their invention um, to present that on Sunday at about uh, th- between 3 and 4 o'clock is when we'll start the judging and um, the announcement will be shortly thereafter of the winners. And the winners um, have um, they'll have a cash prize. They'll uh, be able to have a Kickstarter campaign f- um, to actually put this product into production. Um, so it's pretty exciting what their prize package is and what they're going to be able to do with it with the potential of that product being licensed. I think it's pretty interesting because you guys are combining all of these different 
maybe things we've seen, but now it's kind of coming together in a unique way. Because we've seen, we have seen startup weekends. We've seen yeah. maker, maker affairs and stuff like that. Right, right. right. So this is kind of, and we've obviously seen a lot of pitches to investors and uh, venture capitalists. No. Well, so, it's great so. to see it condensed in 48 hours, too. Yeah, it is. So like, it's there's kinda, no it, room for error. Like n- you. No, there's not. I mean, there's, there's quite a bit of planning because if you're going to 3D print something, for example, it may take a few hours to print something. And if it's wrong, <laughs> you, you may not over. have enough time to print it again. So you're going to have to put a little thought thought into, into to, to the timeline and, and what you're producing and how you can do it. And so I think have, it'll be a real test of the tools. And we have teams coming from Canada, from New York, all over the country, yeah. as well as local teams. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. With, without, without a big marketing push, actually, to uh, we had a lot of these teams sign up early on. And, and I, was, I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised, that we had people outside of Kansas City who found us. And how does this right whole concept you know, start like how did this conversation go? Because this is awesome. His brain. Yeah, it was totally it brain. Yeah. yeah, I always said I had a big head. Hopefully, there's something good. In yeah, there. right. Uh, but yeah, no, I am um, uh, with the uh, ICKC. They had done invention contests in the past uh, with Faultless Bonami here in town years ago that were okay. very successful. Um, but it went dormant a few years ago, and we decided, uh, with the new board came on last year, we decided we need to bring an event back. And it needs to be an invention contest, but we need to do something different. So I, along with a couple of my business partners, Rich Brule and, and Bob Colston, who are also on the board, uh, the three of us said, you know, why don't we take uh, kind of what Jason was alluding to, why don't we take the best parts of, say, a hackathon or a startup weekend and apply that to something made, something physical, and make this an inventathon, right? And so that's where it was. That was conceived. And, and then the Handy Camel came on as the primary sponsor for the that. event. What is that? The Handy Camel. You need to go to thehandycamel.com. dot com. It is a bag clip that actually seals your open bags, like your seed, your fertilizer, ice melts, um, grass seed, anything that you have, um, and then allows you to also reposition it for por- a pour spout. And um, you can toss it on the back of your four-wheeler. You can, yeah, it's an amazing little product. Um, That's the first product that the Handy Camel has released, and there's four more slated to be released later in 2015. I think Andrew's buying one right now. That's awesome. I I bought a couple. You seem like a guy that works in the yard a lot. No. My wife does, and uh, part of our deal is I don't have to, so I've I've just got her three Handy Camels. It holds up to 40 pounds. (laughs) And so um, the Handy Camel came on as the primary sponsor, and they actually have selected the challenge um, for this this first inaugural event, which we cannot leak until um, 3 p.m. on April 18th. Cool. Yeah. Well, congrats, guys. Uh, Kurt McMillan and Mindy Hart involved with Make 48 and the Inventor Center of Kansas City. Check out more information about Make 48 at make48.com. Appreciate you guys coming on Grill Nation today and joining us in studio. Congratulations on what you're doing. Thanks, Thanks guys. This will be a lot Thanks, of fun. Be a Thank lot you. of fun. Make Appreciate sure you guys check it out April 17th, 18th, and 19th at Union Station. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back, everybody, to Grill Nation on the KMBZ Business Channel, 1660 AM, and online at KMBZ.com. Thanks for listening today to the show. I appreciate our uh, contributor today and guest co-host, Andrew Bash, for joining me for the full hour. He is going to be a regular contributor to the Grill Nation here for uh, the foreseeable future. Are you excited about that, Andrew? I'm super excited. I appreciate you allowing me to kind of hang out here and You're doing sound a great like I job. know something. The only day I don't wear a suit is the day that uh, Andrew is and our next guest are dressed uh, to the T. We have uh, in studio, we have Jonathan Robinson, who is the Senior Program Officer in Entrepreneurship at the Kauffman Foundation in Kansas City. Uh, he oversees a number of initiatives to connect founders to financial, human, intellectual, and social capital and expand access to entrepreneurial op- opportunities. I've got the pleasure to uh, work with Jonathan uh, on some projects and some conferences and have known him for a handful of years now as he uh, came from New York and is now a Kansas City. And welcome to Grill Nation, Jonathan. Thanks. It's uh, it's great to be here. You look nice. I like the socks. <laughs> you do. You dress uh, up for radio, right? You, know? <laughs> you definitely did. You definitely did. So you got a very interesting background. Um, kind of take our listeners through your kind of journey and how you kind of got to Kauffman Foundation. I know you have a... Um, yeah, background in the military and sure. also background in New York working in media and in different consulting firms. Yeah, I would say I took an indirect path. 
Um, I, uh, I started out at the, um, I guess, the beginning of the 2000s working as a reporter for a short time. And uh, after 9-11, um, I made the decision to enlist in the Marine Corps. Um, and I served for four years. I was in Iraq a couple times and um, did some time in the reserves as well. Um, and uh, my first move in, into civilian life was, uh, was to go to work for a, uh, a startup that almost immediately uh, couldn't make payroll. So uh, there I was uh, in Beijing, uh, incidentally, <laughs> the startup was in Beijing, um, and, um, you know, trying to uh, bootstrap as employee number six or, or thereabouts um, wow. for uh, as long as I could, as long as my, my finances would sustain me. And Beijing is, is uh, a cheap place to live, but it's difficult to be there as someone who didn't speak um, uh, Mandarin or sure. um, have any of the other kind of safety net uh, uh, that you need to, to be successful there. Um, and so I came back, and as you said, I worked in New York in media. I was in public affairs consulting for uh, for a time, and um, and Kaufman was a client. And eventually, um, I made the move over uh, to jo- to join the foundation. Um, and you were at the time you were in New York, right? I was, yeah, I was I was in New York, um, and uh, the CEO at the time was was keen to have me move out and um, come to work uh, at Kaufman. What was that draw? I mean, what was the draw? Because you know, New York to Kansas City isn't. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I um, I moved here for Kaufman. I mean, it was the um, it was the re- the reputation of the foundation, the work that the foundation uh, does. I had worked for Kaufman for um, I guess eight or ten months, uh, when I made the decision to to move over, and um, really, I you know, I was possessed of the of this you know, real passion for the work that the foundation does. In fact, dating back to my time in in the military, so I was in uh, Fallujah in two thousand five. Um, shortly after uh, we concluded the Battle of Fallujah um, and started to see um, small glimmers of the city pulling itself back together. And, you know, it was tiny little entrepreneurial uh, manifestations. It was, it was guys, um, you know, who had a generator, uh, you know, uh, trying to start a business selling electricity um, to, uh, to people who wanted to charge cell phones or, 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 or um, use a, a, an electric stove or that kind of thing, guys who had access to gasoline selling it to the guys with the generators. You know, it was this, this, this sort of, um, you know, beginnings of, of the sort of the bubbling up of, of, of proto-entrepreneurship. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, and uh, a light bulb went off uh, in, in my head. And I didn't, to be honest, I don't think I knew what entrepreneurship was then. I don't think um, this is probably... Uh, a great testament, frankly, to the, the progress that we've made in this country, and I think to the contributions that the Kaufman Foundation has made. That I went to a, uh, a school uh, in Atlanta. I went to Emory University in Atlanta, that was um, is now, I think, quite well regarded as a uh, as an entrepreneurial hub um, and and part of a, a I think what is quite a, a robust entrepreneurial ecosystem in Atlanta. But um, at the time, there was no culture of entrepreneurship on that campus. Uh, I had a lot of friends in the business school there. Um, and they were all on a track to become consultants or bankers or to go to work at large, you know, Fortune 500 companies. Um, and so I, I got up until sort of, you know, early to mid-20s without really knowing uh, what an entrepreneur is uh, and, and what he or she does uh, and the value that they create for their communities and for, and for society as a whole. And, um, and the light bulb for me kind of went off when I was, uh, when I was in, in Fallujah. And uh, I wrote back to uh, to my folks and I asked them for um, if they could ask around um, my, my dad, especially in his network, for books that I should be reading to try to educate myself about how economic development happens and and um, and and how do people start companies and that sort of thing. And, and I got a bunch of recommendations back, and I so I cracked open my first economics textbooks in, in Iraq and <laughs> and started reading development uh, 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 work as well, uh, Amartya Sen and Bill Easterly and stuff like that. And that was how I came into the world of entrepreneurship. Um, and then, uh, not coincidentally, that's how I came to be at Kaufman because my role uh, at the foundation when I first got here um, was to manage a program, a research program, looking at the role of entrepreneurship in post-conflict reconstruction, and uh, and also working closely with the military, which is really the reason you know. So I was brought here to sort of be the um, the military whisperer. Mm-hmm. I was the guy that understood how to work with the military, and um, and and so. Uh, the foundation had this uh, this this idea of of how to um, how to do entrepreneur led development in post conflict areas, and all we needed to do was to get the military on the same page, since uh, the military had all the budget and the operational ability in in country and that sort of thing. So, yeah. um, so that's why. John, I was here. Jonathan, let's fast forward to yeah. um, to what you're doing now. 
uh, with with different communities throughout the country? Because you're traveling a lot with the Coffin Foundation. I have, yeah. I've I've spent um, quite a lot of time on the road. I, at one point, I think it was about 25 days a month, and it's it's a little bit less than that now. But um, <laughs> we see you more down there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 25 um, days a month is a lot. Yes, yeah. You know, I think um, this is just me speaking, and and not sort of. Um, I think my interpretation of maybe what a uh, a shift in in um, in approach at Coffin has been. When I first got to the foundation, we we used to talk about how um, we would use. Um, uh, opportunities in Kansas City to to, to to test programs to you know that Kansas City would be our um, we obviously have this long commitment and, and uh, interminable and ending you know an unending commitment to to, to Kansas City but sure. um, but you know the the uh, the idea was that we could use our own backyard our own home court uh, to test ideas and then to advocate for them to be adopted around the around the country and I think one of the flaws in that um, was that communities uh, cities are are heterogeneous um, they are very, very diverse, um, and there's this idea, uh, I think, that's still quite popular in, in, in communities around the country that, um, that there is one model, there's one idea uh, of what an entrepreneurial city should be, and it's Silicon Valley usually is the mm-hmm. one that people talk about, and, and, and we're all just pursuing that, you know, we're all greyhounds pursuing that hare. And, uh, and I, I think we really have come to the, the understanding that that's, that couldn't be further from the truth, that communities are diverse and eclectic and they have totally different competitive strengths and, and reasons for starting companies in these places differ considerably. So, uh, you know, I think, I think now we are working or we shortly will be working in uh, a number of cities around the country and it'll be to the great benefit, frankly, uh, to you know, of our work in, in in Kansas City that we're going to take this diversity of experience and bring it home and have a much better sense of what makes entrepreneurial cities, entrepreneurial communities work. Mm-hmm. And and talk to us about some of the ones you've visited lately. I know, I mean, obviously we did the mayor's conference in Louisville last year, which is uh, they're doing a lot of great things down there. But you've all you've also traveled to. Sure. Well, I, I've been, um, I, you know, for the past three years, I've been in a lot of different American cities and, and had the opportunity to see entrepreneurship in, in various manifestations in those places. Most recently, uh, we've been spending uh, quite a bit of time in Albuquerque, right. New Mexico, which um, is also the host for the uh, the third annual Mayor's Conference on Entrepreneurship. In the October. first being, yeah, sure. The, so the first was here in Kansas City. Um, and then, and then you and I were together in um, in Louisville last year, and then we're, we're going to be in Albuquerque this year. And and Albuquerque is an interesting place. Um, it's it's a, a challenged community there, um, economically challenged, and and they don't have um, sort of the educational attainment and the firm formation activity that that you would hope as a um, by far the largest city in New Mexico. In fact, it's it it, it represents you know more than half the population of the state of New Mexico and and a significant um, majority of the contributions to to the state GDP, mm-hmm. especially when you uh, remove the um, extractives, you know, oil and gas and that sort of thing. But um, you know, it's it's a, it's an underperforming asset. I think we would we would talk about Albuquerque as underperforming, and and so we've partnered with the mayor's office there to uh, to try to come up with a theory of change for Albuquerque to try to increase rates of firm formation and success. Um, and, uh, and in so doing also to use that opportunity to further hone our, our theory about how to work well with cities and our practice uh, of how to work well with cities, because this is not a, something that we have a lot of experience with. Um, and so, uh, so we're working in, uh, in Albuquerque. Uh, we have for, for years been, been working on entrepreneurial ecosystem building in Kansas City. Um, and are definitely uh, continuing to do that. But this diversity of experience is going to be really helpful to, to all of the places that we work. And, um, you know, and, and Kansas City will, will, will be, um, as I said, a, a, a permanent um, uh, feature in our, in our portfolio. It will be a permanent commitment to, to building entrepreneurial ecosystems here. In our other cities, it's going to be, it's going to be um, uh, not permanent. It'll be, we haven't determined exactly how long, but we will um, – We'll make a commitment to, uh, to, you know, to to the city for a period of time, um, and then um, and then hopefully be able to successfully transition um, that that work to to more local support. When you talk about Kansas City, and you said how long have you been here from New York? Four years. I've been here a little over four years. So tell us a little bit about what it looks like from when you first got here to what it looks like now. Because being someone who grew up here since I was you know five years old. It feels like such a much more progressive city than it was even two, three years ago. I think, I'm curious what you think about that. Yeah, I mean, that. I think I think that's right. I, I obviously have a much smaller sample size than than, than you, 
Um, <clears throat> what, what I can say is that um, in the in the four plus years that I've been here, um, it's it's got a really interesting balance of of, of quality of life and, and and cost of living and a lot of the um, the reason you know a lot of the sort of I don't mean to say stereotypical, but a lot of those things that make people want to live in a in a in a booming midwestern place where you've got the commitment to community and family um and as well as the sort of the economic opportunity and the community vibrancy the city vibrancy that you find in in you know in um, places like new york or um or chicago or um uh, you know on the west coast um but it's that it's that really nice balance of of um you know uh, of quality of life and cost of living and economic uh, and professional opportunity and and um, what a you know a, a, a single guy like me can do with my disposable income. I mean, it's it's a great. I mean, there's and and, and in that in that score, I can say very sort of um, superficially, um, I've noticed significant improvements in the four years that I've been here. I mean, if you're if you're sort of into uh, sort of hipstery type things like good food and, and craft beer and 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 that good and whiskey, that, good, whiskey. Good, good whiskey, and that kind of thing. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm right in saying that Kansas City has made um, considerable improvements in that time, um, yeah. especially in certain um, you know, certain communities, certain neighborhoods that uh, maybe when I first got here weren't such the the hot places that they are now. I mean, of course, I'm thinking of Westport. Um, and in terms of residential neighborhoods, uh, my understanding is Hyde Park is really booming now, and it's becoming a much better better place to be. And um, and you know, on the west side. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's just, and now you got like John McDonald trying to redevelop the East bottoms too. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, buildings. you know, it used to be, it used to be, it was sort of the plaza, um, or, uh, if you were of that sort to go spend time at power and light and, and now you've got just no end of options. That's awesome. Well, Jonathan Robinson, who, uh, is great to, great to have you in Kansas city, obviously. And, uh, I know you're probably excited for baseball to start for the Mets. For yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely, man. and uh, and for the Royals too. Yeah, I am. Sure. I mean, I, I I can't not be a bandwagoner. I didn't grow up a Royals fan, but I have an excuse. I'm not just liking them now because they're good. I you know I I uh, I got to Kansas City and I've been attending probably you know 20 to 25 games a year. And yeah. it's, I love the K. It's a it's a great park. So uh, awesome. it's yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. a great baseball town now. Well, uh, we thank you for coming on the on Grill Nation today, Jonathan. Jonathan, the senior program officer and entrepreneurship at Kaufman Foundation, and. Uh, Hopefully we can talk to you again soon and uh, get you on again. I hope so. Thank you. Uh, thanks for listening to Grill Nation today on the KMBZ Business Channel, 16, 6 a.m. We'll see you next week. Take care.